morning. It is Monday the 7th of September. I am Ben O'Leary here for Marcus today to have a look at the week ahead with you all. Before we get into that, a quick look at what has happened in the market this morning. And after falling 46 points on the open, the market has bounced nicely to now be up 13 points or 0.22%. Led by the banks and miners, with the big names all up 1-2% to after rebounding nicely this morning. While the recovery sectors like travel, energy and the retail REITs are all mostly higher. Market leader CSL is also up 1.5% after confirmation that they will locally manufacture the University of Queensland's COVID-19 candidate and or the Oxford candidate. At the other end of the market, the tech sector is the worst performer, weighed down by the US tech sell-off. Despite the bounce in the market, negativity has dominated the headlines this morning as that sell-off combines with concerns over the pace of the Victorian road out of lockdown. Melbournians are now faced with an extra two weeks of no more than two hours out of the house and a 9pm curfew before a slow easing of restrictions takes place over the coming months. The housing market is set to remain in a state of limbo and most of the city's businesses will not return to normal operations until at least late October under the reopening roadmap that was outlined on Sunday. All the reopening is also dependent on the coronavirus case numbers falling below certain target levels. The final stage, labelled COVID normal, will see all businesses up and running with a COVID safe plan. But to get there, we require no new cases statewide for 28 days. At this point in time, that sounds like a pipe dream. Dan Andrews says he wants families to be able to spend Christmas together. Hopefully he can make that happen. Moving on to the week ahead, and we have a much quieter week in store with the results season now behind us and the US markets closed tonight in observance of the Labor Day holiday. There's still plenty of companies going ex-dividend and a few economic drops to keep us busy, but the main focus this week will be figuring out whether the technology sell-off is a significant market pivot point, part of a rotation that will see funds flow into the value stocks, or simply a moment of weakness that will soon be reversed. On the corporate calendar, we have a couple of late reporters giving their numbers this week. A 3.2% rise in retail sales through July and a 17% pop last Thursday after announcing a parcel collection agreement with Amazon will have my shareholders optimistic about results, while Morgan Stanley is expecting a 20% fall in sales revenue and a 24% drop in earnings for Sigma Healthcare ahead of their results. Both companies are reporting on Thursday, and outside of that, there's not a whole lot else going on in corporate space. ANZ is holding its annual environmental, social, and corporate governance presentation today. Monodelphus has an investment the roadshow on Tuesday. There'll be plenty of eyes on that with the stock having risen more than 30% since results on August 18th. And there is a Credit Suisse Australia REITs virtual conference going on all week with a number of companies presenting. Rio will also be presenting at the virtual Credit Suisse Global Steel and Mining Conference on Wednesday. We have another big week of companies going ex-dividend. Busy season if you're looking to strip them for income. Among the main ones this week are ASX, IWF Holdings, Nickel Mines, Aurora, St. Barbara Mines and Sonic Healthcare Today. Antipose Global, GWA Group, Jumbo Interactive, Northern Star and Origin Energy tomorrow, Adairs, Australian Financial Group, Accent Group, BWX, Brambles and Nine Entertainment on Wednesday, CSL, IGO and Monodelphus on Thursday, and Argo Global, Clean Away and Grange Resources to round out the week on Friday. That is of course just a few of the names going ex-dividend and you can find the full list on our website. And turning to the economic calendar, we don't have too much on this week. Locally, we have ANZ job ads today, NAB business confidence tomorrow, and home loans and Westpac consumer confidence on Thursday. Over in the US, it's a similar story where inflation numbers on Friday are the headline. Then there's also consumer credit, mortgage applications, PPI and wholesale inventories scattered through the week. The focus in the US is already on the next FOMC meeting, which is coming up on September the 16th. At this point, the futures market is factoring in no change in US rates until at least March next year. And possibly for years ahead. Elsewhere, we have Chinese balance of trade numbers later today, the second quarter GDP number from Japan tomorrow, Chinese inflation numbers Wednesday, an ECB policy meeting on Thursday, and Japan's PPI on Friday.
Finally, if you want to catch the team doing the media rounds this week, we have Henry on Ausbiz 10am tomorrow and midday on Wednesday, Chris on Ausbiz 9.30 on Friday, Marcus and Henry sharing the duties on ABC Melbourne Radio 774 each day at 10.25am, Marcus's strategy podcast be out around midday each day for the rest of the week, Henry's Ask an Analyst, of course, on our Facebook stock discussion group 5pm on Friday, and an On the Couch podcast with the next of Henry's special guests on Saturday morning. All of that, of course, on top of the great content published on our website each and every day. So that's all from me. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.